0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: He's like a superhero
2: without the costume.
1: This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
0: So, I just started speaking about this uh, a little while ago, the top of the show, and uh, the emails have been uh, busy, and opinions have been strong. I'll get to an email or two in uh, a couple of minutes, and it's the story about the Algerian man – this is Canadian press – who is suing this country, suing the federal government of Canada, for abuses he says he suffered at the hands of American security forces – after he left Canada 15 years ago. And uh, again, I'll just read from the Canadian press story. The unproven, alle- unproven allegations by Jamal never char- who was never charged or prosecuted, raised further questions about Canada's complicity in the abuse of detainees at Guantanamo Bay. The topic, his lawyer says, demands a full-scale public inquiry. Uh, the quote from Mr. Amezian is, My current situation is really bad. I'm struggling to survive. I was repatriated from Guantanamo and uh, left, like, almost homeless. I couldn't find a job because of the Guantanamo stigma and my age, so a settlement would be very helpful to me to get my life back together. In a draft statement of claim obtained by the Canadian press, Amizian is seeking damages of $50 million on the grounds that, quote, the Crown's conduct constituted acquiescence and tacit consent to the torture inflicted upon the plaintiff, end quote, the lawsuit alleges Canadian intelligence, the suit alleges, began sharing information with the Americans after failing to pick up on the 1999 millennium plot in which Abdul Resam, another Algerian who had been living in Montreal, aimed to blow up Los Angeles airport. After 9-11, Canadian agents interrogated Amazian at the infamous American prison in Cuba, as they did Canada's Omar Khadr, according to the claim. And uh, goes on to quote Nate Whittling, Mr. Amazion's Edmonton-based lawyer. Uh, the lawyer who said uh, he planned to file the lawsuit in Court of Queen's Bench in Edmonton tomorrow said Amazion would be prepared to put the claim on hold in exchange for an inquiry. Whittling also said two other people planned similar suits that named the federal government, the RCMP, and Canadian Security and Intelligence Services. Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale had no comment given the pending legal proceedings. All right, so what's your response to a $50 million lawsuit against this country by a man who says that Canadian agents were complicit with Americans in his torture while he was imprisoned at Guantanamo? I'll read you some other quotes from Mr. LeMiseon. 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. I-, I had the feeling all along, I mean, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, that there were going to be more lawsuits after Omar Cotter was paid. Let's talk to uh, Lynn in Walkerton, Ontario. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Roy. Appreciate your call.
1: Thanks. Well, you know what? Trudeau set a precedent with the Cotter payout. Now we're screwed. As far as I can tell, he has... uh, We're going to be forking over all kinds of money because what do you do after you've paid Cotter? There's more and they will expect to be paid off too. That's our money.
0: It is our money. And if, if, it, if it does nothing else, it underscores that Mr. Trudeau should have let this case, or Cotter's case, go to court and be settled in a courtroom in Canada yeah. by the Supreme Court if necessary. Yeah. But that's not the way it played out. And, and Mr. Amazian said in the story for many years, I had the idea of suing the Canadian government but didn't know how. And honestly, I didn't know it was possible until I read the news about the settlement for Omar Carter, who was my fellow inmate at Guantanamo Bay. The action I'm taking may also make Canadian officials think twice before acting against the interests of Canada and Canadian human values. So his argument is that this country is violating the human rights and values of people who were imprisoned at, Guant- at, at Guantanamo. And maybe elsewhere. That's what he's what he's saying, and he wants this country's Canada's actions uh, examined. But at the same time, unless an inquiry is called, and I wonder if Mr. Trudeau is going to do that, unless an inquiry is called, he's suing for fifty million dollars.
2: God help us! It's
0: a lot of money, and and the question we all have is: Will with the prime minister? And his advisors say, "Well, we'd better come up with something because if we don't it's going to cost more." And you know thirty one point two five million dollars was paid out last week to three individuals. So yeah, an inquiry would be a great idea, but this is uh, this is this is disturbing stuff. Thank you, Lynn. I appreciate your Thank call. You. All the best. Bye bye. Martin is in Mississauga, Ontario, at one 2428 Green Show Chorus Radio Network. What impact the story have on you, Martin?
1: Well, uh, given my personal experience, I definitely, definitely insist that this case should be investigated and it should be looked at. And uh, the side of that uh, gentleman who was uh, who is making a claim should be really, really taken in account because. Not only Canada, but even this province of Ontario is regularly, regularly abusing the rights of their own citizens, and it's done the fascist way. And I'm telling it on my own experience. They created organization, this uh, provincial government, which is called Family Responsibility Office. And there is no due process. It's like in hitler right, You're you
0: going to talk about parental issues?
1: No, I'm going to talk about what institutions are doing to people yeah. without due process. Yeah. Without due process, they are creating victims. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going
0: to, I'm talking about the situation at Gitmo. Uh,
1: what I'm saying is definitely should be looked at because the, even domestic affairs are not managed properly and clearly and on the table
0: over here in this province. All right, Martin, I appreciate your call. There's a lot of concern about what happens in custody and, uh, and access and support payment issues in family court. and It does seem, it does seem at least occasionally when you talk to men that the courts, the family courts are not f- particularly fairly disposed toward males until you talk to a woman who then says, well, hold on and tells her story and the that's why lawyers and judges will tell you family court is the last place you want to be. I think we can squeeze in. Do we have. Can I talk to Nick? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? Okay, let me talk to Nick. Let me make an executive decision here. Hi, Nick. Go ahead in London, Ontario. Nick, are you there, sir? Hello? Yes, sir.
2: Well, I think the reason that these terrorists are suing the Canadian government is that they know Trudeau's going to settle for them. Like, didn't he claim when he settled with Cotter for over $10 million, that it was a good deal for taxpayers? Yes, he Because they were suing for $100 million? Yes, he
0: did. Now, we don't know if Mr. Amesian uh, is a terrorist. He was held at Gitmo for, I think it was either 11 or 13 years. He applied for refugee status in Canada, and uh, I, I gather it wasn't granted. The story doesn't say that, but uh, it doesn't tell whether it was well, I guess not, because we'd be, it would be one of the highlights, uh, one of the, one of the um, headlines that he would. I'm just. I'm reading as I'm talking that he would have been granted refugee status. I don't see it anywhere.
2: Well, it doesn't uh, doesn't he have the same lawyer that Cotter had?
0: Yeah. He, well, Mr. Whitling did work on the Cotter case along with um, with Dennis Edney. Dennis Edney well, well, was the lead lawyer, as I understand.
2: Well, these lawyers probably figure it like it's it's easy money. Well, I don't know.
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't impugn the motives of lawyers. It's tough being a lawyer because you take cases that are unpopular, and then by extension, you become unpopular. But at times, lawyers must take un- unpopular cases in order to support the fundamentals of of our constitution. So let's not be too hard on lawyers.
2: Yeah, but but you look at the states like the like the. Uh if a terrorist was to sue the American government, there's, there's no way the, the, the Americans no, would go outside of the Supreme Court.
0: No, we don't know that, Nick.
2: Well, I haven't heard of, a, of an no, American. No, I haven't guy. either.
0: Not not off the top of my head. I appreciate your call, sir. In London, Ontario. When we come back, the President of the United States is on his Asia tour. He starts in Japan, or he's in Japan, played some golf with uh, the Japanese Prime Minister. They said they didn't keep score. Come on. Donald Trump does not participate in anything that where he doesn't keep score. If Donald Trump says he didn't keep score, that means he lost. <laughs> Christian, Dr. Christian Luprecht from Queens University and the Royal Military College when we come back.